Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode of Conspiracy Unlimited, a woman does battle with an ominous and evil interdimensional being known as the Hat Man. These experiences were not shadowy masses. They were not something that was observing or just merely choking a person like shadow people do. This guy, the Hat Man, was getting up close and personal speaking, threatening, getting quite physical, and uh, yes, sometimes he would sit in the shadows, but you could you could make out his clothing and what he was wearing and step out from those shadows and give you a scare down to the soul of you. This podcast is brought to you by International Star. Choosing a gift for someone special can be a daunting task. Whether it's a birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, an anniversary, or any other big day, you want a gift that's unique and perfect for that person who already has everything. International Star Registry can help. They've been providing unique gift ideas for over 25 years. International Star Registry lets you name an actual star in the sky after your special someone. Could you think of a more special gift? Name a star after someone you care about, and they'll remember it forever. And never forget your thoughtfulness. The address is GetArealStar.com. GetArealStar.com. And give someone the gift of a real star in the sky. That address again, GetArealStar.com. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett. Just a quick programming note, uh, Dr. Carol Osborne a doctor of veterinary medicine, was scheduled to be on this episode talking about the paranormal power of pets. Uh, She's feeling under the weather, but once she's fully recovered, she will join us, rest assured. 
Wow, what a winter we're having. I don't remember shoveling the driveway so many times in a single season. I actually enjoy it, uh, especially when my twin boys do it and I lean on my shovel and supervise, uh, which is most of the time. Uh, But I'm with them in spirit. They do love the snow, and uh, they were especially delighted about two weeks ago when Wyerton Willie, uh, the groundhog, saw his shadow, uh, meaning six more weeks of winter. Uh, Hard to believe in this day and age we're still reliant upon a buck-toothed ground squirrel that's afraid of his own shadow uh, to predict the weather. Uh, Now, it's one thing to be afraid of your own shadow. What about living in fear of shadows that suddenly appear inside your home and you're the only person in the house? Some people catch a fleeting glimpse of these shadowy figures out of the corner of one eye, and others report awaking from a deep sleep after feeling a strange and ominous presence in the room, only to find a shadow person at the foot of the bed staring at them intently. There's a growing interest in the phenomenon of shadow people. What are they? Ghosts? Interdimensional beings? Time travelers? Something else? Heidi Hollis is a truth seeker of the unknown, a foremost expert on shadow people and the hat man phenomena. She actually gave them both their descriptive names in her book, The Secret War, a true story about a real alien war and shadow people, and her newest book, The Hat Man, The True Story of Evil Encounters. She's also authored and drawn a new graphic novel series, The Fickle Finders, which spans topics from aliens to angels. Her paranormal comic strip, The Outlanders, is gaining in popularity and spans as many topics as paranormally possible. She has spoken across the country and has been featured on a variety of notable radio and television programs worldwide. Heidi Hollis, welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? Good. It's great to be on here. And you're in snowy Chicago and I'm in snowy Toronto. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 18 inches snowy. 18 inches. Wow, you got us beat. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. <laughs> Many people may not be, well, regular followers of uh, Coast to Coast and your work are very familiar with the facts. Uh, others may not be who are new to this podcast. You're really the one who coined the term shadow people and also gave uh, one particular nasty uh, member of that, uh, whatever you want to call these entities, but uh, you 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 gave him the name of the Hat Man. That's yeah. you. You did that. You started that. Tell me about that, how that came to you. Well, you know, it came out of desperation, honestly, because uh, I was dealing with something I could not relate to. I, I was raised in a haunted house. I know what ghosts look like, felt like, and I'd even seen UFOs and seen a, an odd creature or two and I'm like this defies all logic you know what is this there were no books there was just nothing and um I honestly you know I I had belonged to uh, a UFO uh discussion group people but everybody in that group they belonged to it because they had had alien abductions I only went to that group because I'd seen UFOs so I'm like Hey, I got in the club and I just found it fascinating to be there. And whenever I was trying to describe to this group of people what was invading my home, I just got tired of, you know, describing, you know, this big shadowy thing, da, 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 da. So I just started calling them shadow people. It's like, you know, the shadow people guys I always tell you guys about. And they're like, okay, yeah. So I I didn't have to go through the description. So shadow people fit the description of what it was I was dealing with. And um, it just kind of 
catapulted from that, that moment. And um, yeah, honestly, I wasn't the target of shadow beings the first time that I saw them, though. I spotted them following one of my friends. And uh, apparently it got angry and came at me. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've heard disturbing. And then now, when was it? Was it when you were writing The Secret War, which a true story about a real alien war and shadow people? Or was it when you were writing The Hat Man, the true story of evil encounters? That when you started researching it, then things started happening to your friends? Uh, you know what? It it just seemed to be almost uh, an ongoing phenomenon where I was having things going on, uh, and it was like a contagion element to it. And then my friends would have things, and then my my family and and anybody associated with work coworkers. Um, you know, so I I'd had the experiences before I, I wrote the books and during and after. And uh, but did luckily, it intensify when you were writing the book? Oh, gosh, yes, especially when I touched on the topic of the hat man. Um, almost immediately when I put out the image of the hat man on my website, okay, uh, just to just back it up, I, I, had a, I had a UFO site, and I got all these emails about you know, UFOs, aliens, and whatnot. And then it became a um, – I put up the shadow people, and it became all shadow people emails. I put up the image of the hat man, and to this day – I don't know, 95% of my emails are all hat man. It just became this influx of such negativity and things that were going on. And, and whenever I tried to look into the topic further, I would literally get calls from friends and family saying, whatever you're looking into, would you please quit? Because I can't sleep at night and something's, something's coming in my room at night. And they just wouldn't go into detail. Uh, so I would back off. And the trend that I saw when it came to what I originally called the hat man shadow, um, and now I just call the hat man, the trend that I saw horrified me because people, these experiences were not shadowy masses. They were not something that was observing or just merely choking a person like shadow people do. This guy, the hat man, was getting up close and personal, speaking, threatening getting quite physical and uh yes sometimes he would sit in the shadows but you could you could make out his clothing and what he was wearing and step out from those shadows and give you a scare down to the soul of you so uh yeah crazy so are we talking about the same type of entity is he perhaps the leader of the shadow people or is there a, a do you make a differentiation between shadow people and the hat man I do now. I am in the beginning. I did not because I personally had not seen the hat man when I wrote the secret war book. Um, my college roommate witnessed him and from her description and the way he stood in the shadows and then stepped forward, I just assumed there's another form shadow people can take. So I put him in that category, but you know, as I was saying, as things manifested and, and these emails came in and changed, I was like, hold on, this is no shadow being. And the way that he would direct shadow beings, uh, direct the old hag, uh, direct the grim reaper looking creature, and also um, kind of be in charge, take, take charge of what was going on, and being in the presence of so-called alien beings. Hmm. 
Yeah. Hence the subtitle of uh, The Secret War, a true story about a real alien war and shadow people. So then what is, do you think, or what have you arrived at? What is your conclusion, the relationship between shadow people and what we call aliens? Well, um, you know, I wish it was something I concluded, but I don't take the credit for it. And, uh, you know, now I see the evidence of it. But at the time, I was just as dumbfounded as the next person experiencing some crazy stuff, being terrified. Um, I got answers by way of another being that made itself known to myself and uh, my college roommate. And, you know, at times we would have these just crazy experiences, just, you know, not able to sleep and, and black masses going through the apartment and just not knowing what to do and, and, you know, trying to get some sleep. And then a ball of light would come in from outside sometimes or through the wall and attack the shadowy thing and it would go away. And we're just like, what are we witnessing here? You know, what is going on? It was it was really overwhelming. And I was just trying to get through school <laughs> and not wanting to deal with this stuff. And um, then to have this other being come through and not through me, but through my college roommate who was a Pentecostal, extremely strict religious person Mm. who uh, did not cut her hair, wore the big skirts, you know, very, very, uh, very conservative in that manner and would not discuss what it was that she was witnessing, though she would scream constantly. Right. And uh, I was attending the UFO group and she just thought these people are blasphemous and, you know, all going to hell type of talk. And she would only talk about these things unless she was making fun of me and the group that I went to. So now, mind you, <laughs> during this time, and uh, she's seeing these things right alongside of me, uh, watching what's going on. But she felt if she doesn't talk about it, you know, God will protect her type of thing and nothing will come to her. Well, she called me in a panic one day, what sounded like a panic to me describing something having jumped on the hood of her car and shoved its head through her windshield without breaking it. And she described a a sparkly, like gel, like being like something I've never heard of before. And, and I'm like, what, you know, what are you you talking about type of thing? And, and, you know, it was just a a jumbled mess of, of, oh my God, it's here. And I'm, she was in class. She was trying to concentrate and this thing was there nobody could see it and she ran out of the classroom and I'm like whoa you know so you know uh, jump forward later in that day we went to go talk and um, I mean we were both exhausted (laughs) we're so tired of these these crazy things going on and we go to the the lakefront in Milwaukee is where I I grew up and uh, we're sitting there talking like so what do you mean this sparkly thing you know finally my closest friend, you know, is getting hip to this odd stuff, but I could not relate to what she was talking about. And as we're talking in the car briefly, she says, I need to meditate. And I'm like, huh? You know, literally mid sentence. I'm like, I didn't know she meditated first off. And I'm like, should I get out of the car? You know what, what, you know, and I just thought she needed to chill out. And she just closed her eyes for a second, popped back, and said to me, and she had a thick uh, Spanish accent and uh, reduced accent and says to me, I've been waiting to speak to you for a very long time. Oh, dear. 
Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm a college student. I'm sitting there going, what? You know, what's, what is this? You know, what's going on here? And I'm like, you know, having been part of that UFO uh, alien group, I had seen people get hypnotically regressed and who would try to recall having uh, their contact or abduction experience and have the being speak through them type of thing. And I'm like, I've seen that. I've seen it happen. And I'm like, okay, Heidi, this is really happening. You know, what on earth? So I'm just like, I'm going to play along, you know, but I was skeptical, of course, but I'm still like, you know, this is my Pentecostal you know, faith crazed person uh, that, I, that lives with me. And so she's, uh, she goes to uh, start talking uh, and in this strange voice. And I'm like, well, who's speaking? You know, who is this? And, and says, well, I'm what you would consider an alien being. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and where are you now? It's like, I'm in a ship. And I'm like, it, so where's your ship? Can you show it to me? It's like, oh, I can't do that because you're, government knows how to shoot us down now and I'm like oh okay um so I'm like that's convenient and I'm like and then he said but you know what I'm close enough to project myself and I'm like oh okay you know feel free type of thing I'm like still kind of skeptical and and listening and I am not kidding you this hum filled the car and uh between us in the seats this like kind of fleshy color tiny like humanoid uh, thing, but fuzzy, very fuzzy, very out of focus, formed between the two of us in the in the car, and I about ready to jump out of my skin and show, you know I wasn't it, it wasn't giving me like feelings of horror or anything, but I wanted to just kind of give it room. I'm like, okay, okay, I see something, I see something, and um, you know it, it was the then it just kind of faded away and and this being continued talking very briefly and just said, you know, uh, kind of just letting us know this was the beginning of communication of some sort. My friend comes forward and I'm like, what was that? <laughs> you know, she just starts tearing up and she is just like, I don't know. I don't know what this is. And, you know, and just a, just a flood of, of emotions and um, essentially she wanted to talk to everybody at the UFO group and, and say, you know, what's happening? What, what is this? You know, she's, she said when she prays, she kind of meditates and something was waiting there for her and she saw what it was. And she described kind of what I'd seen in the car. Hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's and funny, her, her as a religious uh, person, her, that her first inclination you would think would be this is a demonic possession, but she didn't go there, correct? She did not, yeah. And I was surprised at that too because she she uh, had met a couple of my friends who had something similar happen to them that belonged to that group. And she t said they were just nuts and it was called schizophrenia or bipolar and uh, dual personality. I mean, she totally ripped them up. 
And uh, yeah, but she did not go there for herself. And I'm like, you know, I didn't want to control whatever it was that she was experiencing and just let her go with it. And But we talked, of course, and, and I'm just like, so, you know, this was different because she wasn't seeking anything, you know, and, and to have this, this being talked. But so she starts reading all these uh, UFO books that I had and, and trying to talk to everybody from my group and calling them up that night, just really trying to learn as much as she could. And so I'm like, well, let's see if we could contact this person again, you know, this being again. And so we do. And we tried this several occasions. And I am not kidding you. It's like, you know, you feel like, wow, you know, do, do we have the keys to the universe? We could find out anything we want only to uh, be met with blocked responses. And it was, it was really dismaying. It was like, okay, you know, so where are you from? You know, you want to ask all these little kid-like questions and they're like, it would not benefit you to know that. It, it was, that was a response all the time. It's like, okay, I don't get this. You know, who is this? Why is this being in touch? And now I'll tell you, things switch. Now this, I don't know, this took so many attempts to get any response from this being. And, and then I decided to relate a dream that I had. And uh, I described, I had this really real dream of I saw the moon and it was being, it was coming at the earth and it seemed to pop the earth's protective bubble and just the strong winds and houses whipping down the street. And I said, so what's the meaning of this dream? And he actually answered. And he said, that was one of the scenarios that could happen to your planet. The shadows did that. And hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I, I just was like, uh, you know, the questions and the, the conversation went to, I said, the shadows. I said, you know, what do you mean? It's like, we call them shadows. You call them shadow people. And uh, that just blew my lid. Like, you know, I felt so invaded by these things that I could not understand what they were doing there. And he went on to tell me how this is not the first planet they have done this to. And, uh, talked about the connecting factors of different beings being the shadow beings. And I mean, it was, it was such a like, Oh my goodness. You know, to talk about a black shadowy mass and then to say it's related to something alien, you know, what a, what a conversation for me to tackle in uh, putting together. I put that book together when I was still in college in 97 and, so, and this um, is before you had had any dealings with shadow people, or had? Oh you? no! Oh, I had been. Oh, I'd had dealings. Had. I was okay. I, I was being bombarded with shadow beings left and right. So, and, so uh, this this war then? Am I to understand that it's the extraterrestrials versus the interdimensionals? You could say that actually, but it's more of a different factions of almost like a different belief system, I guess you could say. Those who believe if uh, an environment is to thrive, you leave it alone. But these more negative beings, I guess you could say, they're more intrusive and they want to mess with our DNA. They want to uh, alter things and dab in things. And uh, I guess there's like this almost like code of, you know, don't interfere, but rules are being broken. And there's like a... A, a whole fleet of different beings that are trying to halt that. But, but the thing is this being that was speaking through my friend, um, 
it wasn't like they were going to come in and try to rescue people or anything like that. It was more of empowering people to realize that they're being invaded right now, that there is a secret war going on right now, and it's happening in the privacy of our homes. And one-on-one, we are being attacked, whether by alien beings or these, what we would call a demonic being, uh, like a shadow people or a shadow being. And it was one and all the same thing. It's like titles didn't matter to them. It's, it was their intention. It was the negativity. It was the the interference. And you know, it was it was such a it was such a, a a strange thing to be receiving from a being that appeared in the car, you know, to schooling me on on such things. And any time I attempted to write down or to record what was being said, he would stop. And I'm like, well, I don't get it, you know, and uh, was essentially letting me know, once your book is complete, it'll turn out nicely. And that will be the the marker to, to start understanding this. And I'm like, a book, I'm in school, I could care less about writing anything, you know, and I was just, it was just so so strange. It was like a, uh, almost like a mission of sorts, but for myself, it, it was, it was so much. And he had told me that this is going to in, invade people's lives all over the world. And that it was something that needed to be done. And people were being tricked that there was, a uh, uh, like almost, uh, what do you call, um, where you had to give permission for these beings to have interaction with you. And it's like, but who would, who would do such a thing? Who'd want such a negative creature in your life? What are you speaking of? People are allowing like the, the, the aliens and, and stuff to do things to people. And, and they said they cheat. And they gave me the scenario of say, you're having a dream. Your sister's knocking on your door and you go to get the door and you're looking and it looks like your sister, but something tells you something's not right. But you open the door anyway. You go against your better judgment and it was a shadow being. You let them in. So, but it was a dream. <laughs> right. It doesn't seem to matter, though. If they invade your dreams, they're in. Is that the idea? Exactly. A permission has been given, and it needs to be reversed. And, um, it, you know, another fascinating uh, element about this conversation I was having with this entity that, um, and there was there was a couple of them, though. Um, but it was, oh, my goodness, it's just it's so, so much. But for this being to tell me out of nowhere, and I was somebody, again, I I'd lived in a haunted house, I'd seen UFOs, I'd experienced some odd things, and I was raised Christian, and but I'd kind of stepped away from my faith, because I'm like, wow, this stuff is more real than that stuff, you know, Jesus did his thing, and, and you know, his, it's history, it's done, and I was a big skeptic of people who claim to see Jesus in their bowl of soup and all this, this madness. And uh, <laughs> so I, I really didn't understand that, that way of thinking. And this being popped up out of nowhere and tells me, you don't, you don't pray anymore. You, you stopped. And I'm like, what, you know, what is, what does that matter? It's like, it matters. And there is a God and there is such a being as Jesus. And, they, they told me to use that name to repel these beings when they come. Like the Jesus prayer. 
like that just the name of, ah, of just, Jesus yeah, just invoking the, the name, name even the yeah. name and uh I think I was one of the first that went out was really you know telling people you know when aliens even are near you know saying Jesus name to go and and it's been working you know um it, it's it was such a you know I had changed so much in my understanding of, of the world <laughs> and thinking what I feel is real and uh you know, it was quite a challenge in the beginning trying to put word out there of, you know, a being talking through my college roommate and to have the experiences that we did. But, you know, all you can do is try to bare your soul and be as honest as possible and and hope that something sticks because I never would have thought this would be, you know, one of the, the legacies of my life, talking about demons from, hmm. from the outer space, for crying out loud. Well, to me, this sounds like nothing less than spiritual warfare, and we need to defend our souls. But you know what? We also need to defend our bodies, and our bodies deserve the best. So how do we choose the very best nutritional supplements or even know what's in them? Life Extension has been helping people stay healthy for over 35 years. Just like with the foods you eat, the quality, purity, and potency of the ingredients in your nutritional supplements really do matter. Life Extension Supplements set the gold standard for supporting weight loss, heart, brain, joint, bone, eyes, skin, sexual health, and so much more. And their formulas are based on the latest scientific research and clinically validated dosages. That's one reason why 98% of their customers recommend Life Extension to their friends and family. Every Life Extension product is backed by a total satisfaction guarantee. The bottom line, Life Extension is the brand you can trust with your health. Check out Life Extension products with special savings. Visit SmartClickIdea.com. That's SmartClickIdea.com. SmartClickIdea.com. In another reality, Richard is a very strong and handsome man. Just not in our reality. Although I heard somebody passing him in the hall the other day, and it was, good, good, a handsome man, Richard is. I made that up. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. I'm talking with Heidi Hollis about shadow people and the hat man, and we're trying to figure out what are these creatures, these entities. Are they interdimensional? Are they extraterrestrial? Uh, could they be both? Maybe... We're simply talking, maybe they're all interdimensionals, and what we're talking about are angels and demons. Maybe it's we that are. simple. We and, really are, and, honestly. It, that is exactly how clean cut that they described it to me, that it is exactly what's been written of in our Bible to describe these beings that could take on any shape, and that we're out to dominate us, that we're out to collect, that we're out for the land, for the souls of the people. And something that was very clearly uh, told to me that, you know, anyone who is really seeking to try to preserve this planet and not the souls of those who live here doesn't have our best interests because the, the earth needs to recycle. It's what it does. And, uh, you know, not that we should continue to trash it or anything, but um, there are certain beings that love the, the hot temperatures here and uh, they would love to have it. At, you know, reptilians and the gray beings and, and whatnot. But the ultimate goal is to prepare people that no matter what it is that they see in front of them, to trust their gut, not their eyes, with what it is that stands before them. Hmm. And to uh, 
just to know that and to know how to reach for help because it's around us. And, it, it, you know, people are looking into the eyes of something so evil and they question if there's a God. And I'm like, you know what? You better hope so. You are looking into the opposite power of it. So, yeah, I think that would kind of ultimately push you towards having some sort of faith in an opposite power. Right. I was going to say, as horrible as an experience would, that would be, it would also be, in many respects, very faith-affirming for those who Thank believe. Thank you. Yeah. You would think, but you know what? It's just the opposite, and I don't understand that. In fact, I was, um, I was answering like the same questions over and over. I have thousands of emails from around the globe ever since that first day that I went on coast to coast talking about this. Um, though my book was completed in 97 and was being circulated. Um, I, I've, I've been telling people that, uh, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought, but I was telling <laughs> but Well, people was, failing I, to recognize evil, failing well, yes, to recognize. Yes. It. Yeah. And it was like, you know, trying to, uh, you know, instill in people to have no doubts about their faith and, you know, the faith of a mustard seed as was spoken by Jesus. And, and I'm like, gosh, you know, so many people like, oh, I don't get that faith stuff. So, but anyways, how do I get rid of this evil thing I know wants my soul? And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I literally, I put together, this is hilarious. I put together a kid's book. I'm a cartoonist as well on the other F word for kids to get their faith because these dark things love kids. They love to attack children. So I'm, I thought, you know, I do it and it was kind of in the diary of wimpy kid like fashion. So it's a big book. And, and, you know, I didn't hear from one kid. It was all adults telling me. Wow, that was great. I, I think I understand now. I'm going to try to get my faith back to a better level. And mm -hmm. I'm like, OMG. So I just completed a book that should be out in a couple of weeks called The Other F Word. And you can find it at theotherfword.com on the faith topic. And again, I, I put my cartoons and just keeping it real and trying to teach people not to be so hard on themselves that it doesn't take a ton, but you can get better at it just like working any muscle in your body, get, just keep working it. And, uh, you know, it, it has to be done because it's, we're losing the battle. So many people are like, gosh, I hope the world ends. This is such a sucky place. I'm like, no, 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 we cannot. Because if we do, we're going to lose too many people. There are too many people down the hole of darkness that, uh, we need to wake up. And I never would have thought that an, an alien <laughs> or whatever this was, you know, interdimensional being speaking through, my friend told me I need to get my faith right and um, right. to have gotten it right, actually, but not not directly through his words, but um, through some other experiences that, that I had that I never would have suspected. So is, is the hat man then sort of their leader? The hat man, as far as uh, the more negative beings, yes, he is. Is there just one? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, I get asked that all the time. And, you know, for the most part, I find that he there is just one hat man amongst, you know, shadow beings or, or an alien deity or or a um, Grim Reaper type of creature as well. So, it, you know, God could be everywhere. Can something as evil as this be everywhere as well? I. I think it's a possibility, but I can't say that I have all the answers in regards to if there is only one, but he changes. He wears different hats, different clothes. 
clean shaven goatee, uh, glowing red eyes, uh, solid black eyes, uh, wears a trench coat or a cape, um, jagged teeth or, or none. I mean, he's, uh, he's horrible. And, you know, one element that people don't like to talk about besides him showing up and threatening people's lives, he will beat and rape and bite and scratch look at you within an inch of your face, choke you, rip you from your body, and saying how he's got you now. You might as well kill yourself or kill the person next to you. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he is the worst scum of the earth that you can imagine. And uh, imagine battling something like that and then waking up the next morning to go to work. You just fought for your soul. <laughs> and to have people not even understand there is this secret war going on and um, it's it's real there are too many people I've had priests contact me from around the globe who are dealing on such a, a scale of, of, of these things that um, just on the attack and it's getting worse it is getting so much worse it, it's scary uh and you, the description of the shadow man, I know he takes different forms. He wears different Batman. types of hats, but the, it, this is universal. This is go, cuts across all cultures, the reports that you're getting. Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, Native Americans have been known to call him Walking Sam. Um, but, yeah, he's been around for, gosh, he used to ride a, a, a black horse during a, a witchcraft ceremonies um, and – Sometimes he he'd have a, a hat or no hat, and uh, yeah, he's um, his his outfit. He can have a cane sometimes. Sometimes he has a chain watch on his hip, uh, but the same utter feeling of death and and grief comes at people so so uh, immediate. And I've had people that have written me and to tell me I commit. I I thought I killed myself, and I go to wake up and. I'm strapped down to my hospital bed and I look to my right and there he is. And one time uh, they said he put his fingers up to his, their face as if to pinch something and said, I was this close to having you and then disappeared. Um, yeah, he is. He's about as awful as you can imagine as anything being. And, um, you know, it, this is important to note. I, I, I have not experienced the hat man personally my college roommate did she was screaming at the top of her lungs and uh, i thought somebody had broken in was killing her that's the a death scream is what she was doing and i ran to her room full speed and i don't know if you've ever seen somebody scared for their life she was as balled up as she possibly could be in the corner of the room shaking uncontrollably and had her finger pointing at the door where, where I had just come in and, and just saying the man, the man, the man. And, and I could not, you know, I'm thinking, where'd he go? You know, I thought somebody broke in and, you know, she described this guy. I, so I, I'd not experienced him. And then just before I'm putting out that book called the hat man, I got confronted by him twice. He is so responsive. He is so aware, very much like how we say of God being aware of everything. This guy, man. So I, I, I'll i tell you the most utterly crazy experience. 
I had, uh, I, I'm a practicing uh, occupational therapist, so I work with the upper body and psych uh, patients and different things. And uh, I would work at different facilities. And I was at this facility um, and people, you know, God forbid, you know, they Google me and they're like, so what's your books on, Heidi? You know, and so I shared with a couple of physical therapists what it is that I do and write about for about 15 minutes. I went to go do my billing. I'm in the office and uh, one of the physical therapists had to leave. The other one had to get a patient. She brings that patient down to stand in the parallel bars, which has mirrors all the way around for the patient to stand and, and walk in. And I mean, so quickly, she's screaming for me. I go out there. And the patient is pointing at the mirror saying, who's that man trying to speak to me in another language? And then he leans towards the mirror. I mean, this is something out of a horror movie. Mm. He's leaned towards the mirror and he's like, what? I don't understand what he's saying. Who is this? What does he want? And I'm like, oh, my God. And I leaned towards the guy and he's saying he's behind you, saying he's behind me. And I leaned towards him and I said, sir, is he wearing a hat? And he said, I knew you could see him. Yes, he's got a hat on. He's right there. And we just, oh, my God, my, the, the, the therapist, the coworker was so freaked out. And do you know, I mean, that was within minutes of speaking of him. Right, minutes. right. You know, two weeks after I put my book out, that uh, the kids, the girls that attacked the, the third girl saying Slender Man told them to do it, to yes. kill somebody. Yes, That happened two weeks after I put my book out. Less than a 30-minute drive from my home that my parents still live in. Is Slender Man the hat man? One and the same? I, I can't help but to think the person that created the fictional character Slender Man may have had a hat man encounter because hat man is tall. He's 7 feet, 10 feet, 12 feet tall. He's huge. Mm. He, he's, he doesn't always have a face. He doesn't always wear a hat. He loves hanging around kids and threatening children, most especially I can't help but to think, and you know, one of the girls that had uh, in the Slender Man story, one introduced the other to the Slender Man and showed the picture, and she said, I saw him when I was a kid. So I think that really pushed it into her mind to think, this is a real guy, because there is a real phenomenon that looks very much like that, and uh, unfortunately, he is causing real havoc around the globe, uh, torturing and just just horrible, horrible things. And, uh, you know, something's got to be done about it. And if we don't, it's just, it's so, I don't even want to think about what it is that uh, will become of this whole phenomena because uh, he's changing his game up. And um, I, I just don't even know what to think of it. I mean, it, it's it's sad and it's it's disgusting. And, well, uh, the 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 remedy then is invoking the name of Jesus, right? Even with the is, hat man? It does. It, it works, but, um, you know, he'll keep coming back. I, I've had people write me for 40 years, nightly visits by him. And then others who saw him once 30 years ago who are afraid of the dark forever, afraid he will ever return. That's the impression he leaves on a person, but in order to keep him out, like you would think my house was overrun. I, I don't have any issues with this, these guys, uh, you know, you need to bless your home and I mean to do it yourself. Sure. Have a priest be there with you, but you got to participate. 
then you have to get every corner and you have to do it methodically during the daytime using uh, blessed water, holy water, unless you're Native American, don't sage it uh, and, uh, you know, take it upon yourself. And he'll try to give you nightmares because you, you got him out of the house. He'll try to find another way in. Then just let him let him have his little his little uh, attempts at you. But I mean, you can keep him at bay. I, I've been successful at keeping him at bay for a long time by and, re, uh, re, by repeatedly blessing your your home with with holy water. I do a one good sweep. I don't have to keep blessing it. One good sweep, and uh, yeah, and doing it myself. And uh, I, so many times, people are like, oh, "Okay, so I said." Jesus helped me. I did this. I did that. And I'm like, you know, there's an old uh, vampire movie. I can't recall the name of it. Where Fright Night. you got to have – a vampire faith. says to him, you've got to have faith. For that to work. <laughs> exactly. He, I knew exactly, exactly where you were going. Yes. Exactly. you got to – you know, and it's like, but the name of Jesus invokes something in him that just repels that thing and uh, repels these aliens, so-called aliens – that are afraid of the name of Jesus, you know, again, demons and angels. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but we've got to, we, we, I feel like I've taken on, um, just this battle against death because he is like death. And, uh, you know, I host a, a couple of radio shows myself and, and I had a near death experiencer author come on and, you know, everything's love and light and fluffy. I'm like, yeah, but I want to know about those people that have these negative mm -hmm. near-death experiences and yes. then she said yeah well they see this man in a suit and hat <laughs> mm. i said yeah that's what i thought you know so it's he's everywhere and um he's very real he does not have to come to you while you're asleep in your room oh no he'll come at work he'll walk in front of your television while you're watching it and there's this uh, misconception out there people like He's my guardian because I'm not afraid when he's around. And, oh, he protects me because he smacked my, my abusive father across the room. So he's my guardian angel. I'm like, and now you owe him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. The first one's for free. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, he is no guardian. I mean, oh, my gosh. It's... It's frightening what's going on out there. And, well, it uh, is. It's it's spiritual warfare, and you yes. are on the front lines, Holly. So, I guess yeah. that's it's your it's a cross to be uh, that you have to bear, uh, and it's a, a testament a testament <laughs> to your faith because, uh, you know, you're you're in in his eyes, uh, you're kind of public enemy number one because you have faith. Oh, so yes. you're a target. Oh, uh, people that write me say, oh, great, I got attacked because I wrote you. I'm like, yeah. I said, take it. Honestly, I take it as a compliment that he's scared that he had to act up, honestly, because he's afraid and you're going to get rid of him. Have no doubts about that well, because uh, it has to be done. First thing in the morning when your feet hit the floor, the hat man <laughs> says, shit, she's up. <laughs> hey, there you go. Heidi, great talking to you. Thank you so much for this. Same here. Thank you. This is fantastic. All right. Heidi Hollis.
Well, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs and make my way up the stairs, hope I don't run into the hat man, I want to let you know what's coming up next on Conspiracy Unlimited. Before that, just a reminder, if you want to get in on the weekly draw for a chance to win my Strange Planet Volumes 1 and 2 CDs, here's what you need to do. Rate and review this podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, and then grab a screenshot of that and email it to me at richardserrett1 at gmail.com richardserrett1 at gmail.com S-Y-R-E-T-T Don't forget to include your name and mailing address and then all the emails go into a gigantic jar uh, and I draw a name every Friday and then I drop that prize into the post. So good luck with that. Hey, did you make a New Year's resolution to lose weight this year? I know I did. How's it going? It's tough, isn't it? I know. Unfortunately, the commitment to weight loss often fades, and many people simply give up in the first 90 days. The key is having the right mindset. Getting thin and staying that way lies in our thought processes, and hypnotherapy can make all the difference. Now, clinical hypnotherapist Dr. Steve G. Jones has created a set of five audio hypnotic sessions that apply the power of hypnosis to reprogram the mind and replace bad habits with vibrant, positive new habits and help you achieve natural and long-lasting weight loss. Weight loss hypnotherapy really works, and it's available now at a special discount. Isn't it time to lose those extra pounds? Check out Weight Loss Hypnotherapy right now at SmartClickSavings.com. That's SmartClickSavings.com. Coming up on Episode 31 of Conspiracy Unlimited, an ancient artifact uncovered in modern-day Turkey in the late 19th century is moved to Berlin, where it remains housed in a giant museum. Could this artifact, known as the Altar of Zeus, be the actual throne of Satan? Listen next time to find out. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting.